Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Talk and Smack podcast presented by the Griffcast here at Canisius College. Two big results in the weekend in the MAC, as well as a lot to talk about in terms of the national standpoint from over the weekend. So we'll get it started. My name is Aiden Jolly alongside Adam Borsky. Let's do it. In Jersey City, St. Peter's with this lone sweep of the weekend. They sweep Manhattan 59 to 55 on Friday and then 68 to 54 on Thursday or Saturday. I'm sorry. The Peacocks are now up to six and four in the league. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, uh, we've kind of talked about Manhattan being one of those middle of the pack teams. Right. And um, I think St. Peter's kind of showed that they're a little bit uh, a step above them. Um, you know, just kind of looking at the box score a little bit, it really does look like it was kind of a, a, a signature uh, St. Peter's or, or both of them were signature St. Peter's wins, you know, uh, right. scoring spread out uh, across the lineup. They're, they're like a grinded out type team. Yeah, 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 no doubt, no doubt. Uh, I think 15 from Matthew Lee on Friday to, I believe, lead all scores. Yeah, lead all scores. Um. So, yeah, I believe – I want to say he had the most points for them across the weekend. I think Matthew Lee had 15 yeah. on Friday. Yeah, so he was the leading scorer uh, for them of the weekend. He had So he had 15 on Friday. On Saturday, Daryl Banks had 14. Okay, yes. Casey and Defo had 13 and 8 and 3 blocks. Yeah. I want to talk about him. Oh, Casey dude, I love him, Defo. man. Love him. He, is, he leads the country in blocks. <laughs> true i know it's kind of crazy it really is i mean you had um oh uh marfo from quinnipiac last year i mean didn't he lead the country and he was up there I yeah think i want to say like i don't know if it was in block might have been rebounding i might have been thinking of but maybe um he, he i'm pretty sure he was up there in in some national season. it might have been rebounding that does sound right rebounding. yeah um so yeah, I mean it's good to see that the Mac has another uh, nationally touted big man for sure. But right. I mean, yeah, I remember watching him when uh, I covered the uh, St. Peter's Canisius uh, series, whenever the heck that was. Got that was weeks ago About now. Ago now. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get into we'll get into that that uh, that a bit <laughs> later. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I he was just dominant in both those games. I mean, I thought right. in, in the game I saw, um, Canisius did a decent job of containing him for the first half but I mean in the second mm-hmm. half he found a way and um just really really played well so I have to think he's probably one of if not the best big man in the MAC this year I think to me he's he's definitely first team absolutely me. and I mean if, if you look at these past he averages four blocks a game four blocks a game I know it's in his past game. in his past four games he has had 22 blocks in oh St. Peter's God. past four games. That's ridiculous. Six in the first game against Siena, seven in the second game against Siena two weeks ago, and then six in the first game against Manhattan, and three in the second game. Wow. So, that I mean, that's crazy. I mean, <laughs> he has three. I mean, that could be, what did I say, 22? That could be up to 24 or 25. Yeah. That is insane, man. I mean, yeah. and it's just a testament to show how dominant of a force he is. Right. I mean, not only on the offensive end, but on the defensive end as well. Right. And it's you, – you said big man the other day – or not the other day, a few minutes ago. <laughs> it's crazy that we consider him a big man. He's listed at 6'7". I know. That's true. <laughs> that's a good point. I mean, he's really not like, you know, by, by the standard of, right. you know – I mean, you you think of the NBA. I mean, you think guys like you know, uh, you know, Rudy Gobert, Stephen Adams. I mean, they're like what, right. like six, they, eleven, I mean, seven feet seven tall. Seven footers. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like Nikola Jokic. Um, but like, he's only six seven, and he still can be such a force on the defensive end, just in, in terms of the blocks. Um, it, it, it's remarkable. It really is remarkable. It, it, love love watching him play. Yeah, absolutely. He get he gets rebounds too. I mean, he he gets a ton of rebounds. He had mm-hmm. he, he had a. Uh, Seven rebounds in the first game, eight in the second. Um, he's been averaging, I think that would be seven and a half rebounds a game over those last four. Um, overall for the season, he's averaging just over six rebounds a game. And he scores in double figures. I mean, this guy is 
he is a first team all Mac player this year. Yeah. And we didn't, ex- and we didn't expect that from him this year. Like, no, honestly, not really, not really last year. He, last year, he was one of the guys because last year we said, Oh, St. Peter's has all these guys who average, you know, seven, eight, nine points a game. He averaged eight and a half last year. So he was one of their high scorers. And now St. Peter's doesn't have the depth that it did last year. I mean, St. Peter's is not 13 deep like they were last year. They're about eight or nine deep. And he's kind of taken that step up and has taken that leadership role. Yeah, yeah. And he's our leading scorer at 12 points a game. Daryl Banks uh, is just under 11 at 10.9. He's uh, their lone uh, double-digit scorers. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and just kind of like, you know, going back to what you're saying, how he's only six, seven, like he's six, seven, and he doesn't really play that like stretch big man, you know, forward role. He plays like your traditional, like post up under the basket in the paint, you know, mid range jumper. Like that's his game. You know what I mean? Like he, I mean, let's see. Yeah. He's only taken 11 threes all year or making, he's only made one of them. So like he is your traditional big man at only six foot seven you know, getting all these, you know, the blocks, the rebounds, scoring, like he, he's, he's, he's to, to your point, he's definitely been one of the bigger surprises um, in the Mac this year for me. And mm-hmm. he, it's as, as I've said, like probably five times now, it's great, great fun to watch him play basketball. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, St. Peter's, they get the sweep. They are up to six and four uh, in Mac play. Uh, another big result from the weekend Sienna drops a game for the second time already they so they've lost the game in back-to-back weeks now um I was watching that game on Saturday and Sienna was really really trying to stay in it um Jalen Pickett didn't play well all game and Jalen Pickett well, I'll get into him in a minute because he's I, I feel like he's regressed a little bit this year no I, absolutely I was I wanted to bring that up yeah yeah just you know kind of just He's, he has he has been a bit of a disappointment, but yeah, go right. ahead. But Pickett was he he came up I, I guess kind of clutch um, late. He made some big shots towards the end. I mean, granted, he only shot four for fourteen, but he he was kind of doing everything he could to keep Sienna in that game, and they do they do end up losing by one fifty five to fifty four. But you know, like we're saying earlier, uh, he only had nine points in that game. Pickett's points per game total has this is the lowest of his career and he's decreased year to year mm-hmm. his freshman year he was 15.8 last year 15.1 this year 13.1 yeah that's a bit of a drop and no it is it is and i mean like realistically, yeah yeah i mean like it's kind of crazy because you you know you you see 13.1 and by the the standards of the mac you're like oh i mean that's those that are pretty good. good numbers but like i feel like with the hype that Jalen Prickett brings every time he steps on a right. basketball I mean, court. I mean, and... a unanimous Mac. Yeah, Prickett. right. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like he had very, very high expectations this year. You know what I mean? Like, you know, obviously his last two years, like you said, he's averaged 15 points. He's been a pretty complete player. You know what I mean? He's grabbed boards. Uh, you know, he's a pretty good playmaker uh, in terms of passing the ball, getting uh, Italian assists, but um, yeah, it just, it just hasn't really seemed to, totally clicked for him yet no. this year like he's had a couple good games you know what I mean it's not like right. he's been terrible all year but right um I just he I feel like the bad has kind of outweighed the good so far this year right. part, part of the thing you have to consider is that he was hurt he had the ham he had the hamstring injury that kept him out that one weekend mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um which I mean hamstrings are it's a, it's a tough injury to come back from things can kind of nag stuff like that this is true I can vouch uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> but you know he's he missed the week he didn't play well that first week and now it's kind of that second weekend that he could be that he could should kind of be like okay like we're start you're starting to get better again and play better again I mean that the weekend against St. Peter's obviously still coming back from it I can forgive that one bad weekend but this weekend it's like you know a little more "Eh." yeah yeah um he did play better in the second game. I will give him that. He shot four of five. Uh, he had 11 points. Sienna won that game 63 to 50. Um, Manny Camper had a weird stat line in that second game. 19 points, 13 rebounds, and shot four of 14. That's kind of a weird stat. <laughs> yeah, he shot 10 is, for 16. That is a bit of a weird stat line. That is a bit of a weird stat line. 
Um, by the way, I have to I have to bring this up. Manny Camper is an absolutely insane rebounder for a guard. I mean, the oh, dude is aver- he's averaging a double double. He's averaging thirteen yes. and ten. Like that is right. insane. Thirteen, ten, and uh, all well, he up and give him four assists. Like we we see Manny Camper as a guard, and we just said, oh, we see Casey and Devo as a big man. He's six seven. Yeah, six seven. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. It's true. Like it, it's so weird. It's the so same weird. height. Yeah, same exact and we height. See except, as, yeah. you know, a guy who comes in mid range plays like a big man, and we see Manny Camper as a two guard. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> it's so weird. It's, Even it's, though they're the same exact size. Oh my god, basketball is such a what 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 a game. What a game we talk <laughs> what a about. Sport. What a sport. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, just kind of going back to pick it just for, you know, a kind of just a bit of a closing thought. Um, yeah. I think at the end of the day, I he's the kind of player, no matter, you know, he's having a rough stretch. Obviously, obviously this kind of, kind of this whole year, he's, you know, it's kind of been a bit of a rough year for him with right. the injury and just kind of have some off nights. But, you know, heading into Atlantic City in the tournament, I would much, much, much rather have Jalen Pickett on my team than not. You know what oh, I mean? Absolutely. No matter how, oh, yeah, how bad he may be playing, like he's the – you know, like you said, unanimous preseason player of the year. Like you, you want him on your team. You know what right. I mean? I mean he'll, he'll figure still, it out. <laughs> I mean, Sienna's eight and two. There's a reason. <laughs> That's eight the eight other deal. Yeah. There's a reason they were one of the last, what, like six or seven undefeated teams in the country. Sienna's a good team. Yeah, right. That's true. That's a good point. I mean, the fact that like, like the one negative thing we can say about them is their star player has regressed. Has regressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best player in the league. Yeah. He's not, not yeah, he's only crazy. averaging 13 instead of 15. What a bum. Oh, my God. But, yeah. Gordon King has stepped up, though. He's better true. than I thought. He's true. much better than I thought he was. Very true. Very true. Also, Jackson do want to give a, do want to give a shout-out. I think it was Ricardo Wright had the game winner, or the eventual game winner in there. Yes, and Maris he did. Win. He did. So, shout-out Ricardo Wright for that one. Yes. Yes. Shout-out Ricardo Wright. So, we talked about – those two uh, series of St. Peter's and Manhattan, Sienna Marist. Uh, we'll get into the last one of the weekend that also ended in a split. Friday, Monmouth beats Niagara up at the Gallagher Center, 77-67. And then Niagara wins the second game, 83-74. to Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's pretty Kobe nice for Niagara. Kobe DeWindu had a hell of a weekend. Yeah, yeah, no kidding, me. man. Holy cow, 25. 20 yeah. points in the first game, 25 in the second game. Played all 40 minutes in the second game. Yes, he did. Holy cow. He's he's kind of become that guy for them. Mm-hmm. That's I true. Mean, That's true. I mean, he's kind of Marcus, emerged. I mean, I don't really think, you know, I feel like he's kind of a name. Like, I, I'd heard his name before, but I never really, name. like, thought of him as like yeah you know great player you know what i mean i was just yeah, like you he, know yeah he plays his role and he plays he plays well right. he, play, but, he plays his role he can you know get in the double digits and, yeah but, but i mean this year he has just emerged as you said as but, he, but he's had, he's, he's one had at least 18 much. points in all of their past four games mm-hmm. Which 18 is, and 20 yeah, remarkable. against quinnipiac and 20 and 25 against monmouth yeah i mean he's averaging more points than marcus hammond this year which is just yeah. remarkable because I mean I think everybody kind of expected Marcus Hammond to come right. out and just do his thing and put up you know Marcus Hammond is another guy that's 17, taking 18. light step back. Yeah, so true, true, true. Step back. That's that's true. Uh, his field goal percentage is down eleven points. Mm, yeah. It, it went from down from forty four to thirty three. Right, true. His yeah. points per game, he's taking I'd say a couple more shots a game. His three point percentage is way, way down. It went down from 42.5 last year to 29.8 this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. So you know, that, like, that's quite that, that's quite the step back. Obviously, the stats for the most part are still there, but when you know you look at his percentages, it's not on par with previous years. So that's another guy who was kind of a big name coming into the year who's taken a little bit of a step back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. And I also think that you know, Niagara's sitting at six and eight. Um, they are another one of those like teams you right. just kind of group together. You're like, yeah, they're middle, middle tier, middle, they'll right. finish somewhere in the middle of the standings. Um, But I mean, I think, you know, as crazy as it is to say, it is now February, you know, one month away, you're talking NCAA tournament, you're talking yeah. Atlantic city Mac tournament. Um, 
I think if Marcus Hammond can get going and Kobe Nwandu can continue to play at the level he is, Niagara could potentially be a sleeper team in Atlantic City. You Absolutely. know what I mean? If they can, if they can really, if they can both click in the same game, obviously it's single elimination. You, you know, you win, you move on, you lose, yeah, you go home. Say, I, I was going to say, you know, one of, one of these things is you get to Atlantic City, you get to an NCAA tournament. You know, obviously we don't expect the MAC team to win in the NCAA tournament, but we'll say for the MAC tournament, you lose a game, you're done. Yeah, exactly. You can't you can't afford to have a bad night in a single mm-hmm. elimination tournament. Exactly. And you have um, the you have like the NBA, NHL, MLB, you know, you have a seven game series, you can afford to have a bad game and to say, Okay, you know, we're on to the next. Whatever, we'll win in six instead of winning five. But, you know, college basketball, lose a game, you're done. Yeah, exactly. And kind of on the opposite of that though, if you get hot at the right time right. in that exact format, I mean you know, the sky could be the limit for you. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think the tournament will be interesting. I think it's kind of, I think the top teams have kind of separated themselves. Obviously we still haven't seen anything from Iona. They're three and one. <laughs> true. Uh, Very true. We think they'll be playing this. They're supposed to play. They're playing soon. I think. Yeah, I, th- I think so too. I hope so. I uh, mean, it's, it's been it's been a while. They're but, um, supposed to play. I have to pull up their schedule again. They will be playing on Wednesday, February tenth. Okay. That so, that is their next scheduled game. Gotcha. Is February tenth? They'll play St. Peter's on a Wednesday. And they have eight games overall, four in the MAC. Right. Um, and you got to get to 13. Correct. That's overall, not just in the MAC. So it helps that they have played a couple of non-conference games. Yes, absolutely. Um, kind of, I'm about to say, another team kind of another in a similar boat. <laughs> is Canisius. Yes. Uh, they have only played six games. That is now the least in the league. They have not played since January 2nd. They were supposed to play against Quinnipiac this weekend, but they, so on Saturday morning, uh, the Canisius came out and said, we have an inconclusive test, COVID test, game is off. Okay. So game is off. They don't play Saturday. Yeah. I was really, okay. I was walking to my car when I got that, that information. Game. Yeah. I was right. really walking to my car when I saw, when I got a text from my one friend, shout out my buddy, Dean. Um, yes. He does PA for, for Canisius. And he texted me and said that, when he was walking in the building, the one grad assistant told him that the game was off and to go home. And I was like, well, thank you for texting me because I was literally just about to drive there. And it's like a 25 minute drive for me. So right. that would not have been fun to get all the way down there and then find out I had to drive home. But right. yes, that so was that, uh that was, that was a, <laughs> that was a pretty surprising text. So then, so Saturday inconclusive test game off Sunday, the game gets postponed again. This time they say, okay, we have a positive test. However, it is unrelated to the inconclusive test from yesterday. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. We're not sure what's going on there. Yeah. No. They're not on pause. They're not officially on pause. Their game on Wednesday against Sienna has been postponed now. That came out this morning. Yeah. Presumably um, just out of caution, I would have to think. Yeah. I would, I would say probably just out of caution. They're still on to play Ryder. Uh, that is this weekend. Um, so obviously, you know, nothing has been announced about either of those games. They're supposed to go down to Ryder Friday, Saturday, um, and then be home on the 12th and the 13th of February against Manhattan. Um, obviously we don't know about any, about, uh, if those games are going to happen, but I'd say Canisius is kind of starting if they have to end up pausing again and they don't play for another two three weeks they might be in danger of not mm-hmm. being able to get to 13 games yeah the conference tournament. That, that is the truth that is the truth i would say of every team in the league they're definitely they definitely have to be the most careful in terms of covid protocols i mean as you said i mean if they pause again they are very 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 likely to be in they're trouble. running out of days they're running exactly out of, I mean, they have theoretically because the two C, the two games against Sienna are slated to be played on Wednesdays. They could fit the game from this Wednesday that was postponed. They, they have dates that they could fit that in. Um, 
it would presumably be, I would assume, between the home series against Siona and the road series against Fairfield. That Wednesday is February 24th. Theoretically, they could play it then. Yeah. Or they could play it like Tuesday or something mm-hmm. like that because that's Friday, Saturday. Right. I want to see Sienna. I want to see Sienna's schedule for that weekend now. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a lot more wiggle room for the Siena game than there is for the Quinnipiac series. I think the Quinnipiac yeah, I, series I that got postponed might have to be canned. Kind of, I don't think that one is going to happen just because, you know, it's a longer drive. Yeah, number one, it's a longer drive, and number two, you you're running out of days. Like there are there's right. no more days. <laughs> right. Stuff yeah. See, yeah. So Sienna and Canisius both have that free Wednesday. That's the twenty fourth. So, um. I would kind of presume that if they want to get it in, they'll put it that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then again, who knows um, true, true, true. how it's going to work. So yeah, I, I kind of respect the Mac for just like once a week, they just rip apart the schedule and make a new one. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Like they do very it like true. once a week. <laughs> yeah, very true. Very true. I mean, <laughs> just, uh, I mean, just kind of thinking of, uh, you know, um, with us within the sports department at Canisius, you know, we made, we make up our schedule for like who's covering what games and all that. Right. And, I mean, that, that and thing. We have, and we have to rip that up. I mean, that <laughs> thing, I mean, that thing literally gets ripped up pretty much every week as well. Right. I can't imagine. I mean, that that's frustrating to try and put together. I cannot imagine how tedious and frustrating it is to put together a schedule. Cause, cause we this. have, we have three teams to put together a schedule for. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They're doing 11 exactly like it's it's i you know me me trying to do that and like deleting stuff and being like okay maybe this will work maybe this will work like that's just annoys me them doing this with right. 11 different teams has to be insanely difficult yeah. so props, oh, to, props to rich and yeah. so, props so to much respect to you know the mac for doing that they've done a very good job all yeah, like even back from the fall they've done a really good job so, absolutely you know credit to them um hopefully they'll be be able to put on a good conference tournament and yeah i hope so too i really hope so too so we will so that is about it for the mac that's all i have unless you have anything to add no i don't think i think we covered all the bases so we will start on last friday um illinois beats iowa uh last friday in the Big Ten, 80 to 75. Great game. Great battle. Ioga Solmu, 25 points. Trent Frazier was awesome at kind of out of nowhere. 24 points for him. I believe that's a season high. Um, Kofi Coburn didn't have that good of a game shot, two of seven. He had nine points, 10 rebounds. Um, you know, the rebounds were there, the points, not so much. Um, good win for Illinois um, to kind of get off the schneid i guess they're up to 12th in the country now in uh these new rankings iowa is down to eight they dropped one spot mm-hmm. i'd say what, man, illinois basketball has been a roller coaster this year they, <laughs> oh they're, they're, they're like they're one of those teams that's either gonna like go to the elite eight or they're getting upset. oh dude i was literally just gonna say that <laughs> No, it's that's 100%. Those, it's going to be one of those. 100%. 100%. <laughs> I am in complete agreement there. They are like, they they can either either going to get hot and like have a decent run in the Big Ten tournament and then, you know, be confident heading in, or they're going to get like bounced early in the Big Ten and bounced early in the NCAA. Like, re- realistically, I mean, I, that, I feel like there is no in between. Yeah, I'm like it's definitely certain. going to be one of those. Yeah. Two yeah. things. Or like, they get to the Big Ten final, maybe win, maybe lose, and then, like, go to the Elite Eight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, something I've mentioned on this podcast before is that, you know, you have Ayodesumu, you have Kofi Coburn, but uh, who is that third guy? You know what I mean? Who Who is going to be that third guy for them that's going to step up? Is it going to be Adam Miller? Is it going to be uh, – oh, gosh, I can never pronounce his name. Bish- <laughs> Besanishvili. Thank you. Besanishvili. Is it going to be him? Is it going to be Curbelo? Is it going to be Frazier? This time it was Frazier. You know what I mean? Um, right. And I, th- I think that third guy can kind of be done by committee. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? True. True. I mean, you just got to figure out who the hot hand is in, in, in that game. And 
you know, feed him appropriately. Yeah. You know, Friday it was Frazier. He had 24 points. Mm-hmm. So very true. One, very true. One thing on a, on a more philosophical uh, standpoint Ooh, for, basketball, okay. for okay. college basketball, we need more big time games on Friday nights. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I, I love that that game was on a Friday night. <laughs> Yeah, that's no. You're right. I'm I'm in agreement. I don't see why not. Yeah, because um, I mean, like, I mean, it'd, be, it'd yeah. be good to get like, we'll say like a, like every like every Friday night, do like a seven o'clock, Big Ten or SEC game or something like that. Then like a nine o'clock game in like the Big Twelve or the Big Ten or the SEC or something yeah. like that. That's true because I mean even if you do that that doesn't really take away from the the prime time all day Saturday slate. No, I mean, you, you lose only, one game, one games. or two you games. Yeah. Two games. Yeah. No, you're right. I I I'm in agreement there. I think that's right. a very it's it's a, it's, an, it's a good proposal. I'm I'm on yes. board. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it was it was a nine o'clock start, right? Yeah, it was a nine o'clock start. It was a super fun game. Um. Yeah. We need we need more college basketball on Friday nights. Like. You know, here's the thing. You put the game on ACC Network, SEC Network, like, you know, Big Ten Network. I'm not going to say Pac-12 because, like, I don't really care about the Pac-12. I don't think really anybody else does. Yeah, but... True. true. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like the universal truth in every – I feel like in every that, That's how it is in football. That's how it is yeah, in football. Yeah, you know, it's, it's the same exact really thing matter. in football. <laughs> same exact thing in football. So, I, I liked your tweet about uh, – the new AP rankings. Oh, thank you. Thank football. you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, I thought that was, uh, I, I patted myself on the back for that one. Yes. Yeah, so um, by the way, at, at Adam Gorski underscore on Twitter, I basically just said uh, how, you know, with Alabama, Oklahoma, Ohio State being in the top 10, I was, I was, I thought it was maybe football, but then I saw Michigan. So clearly it's not the football <laughs> top 10 of Michigan's or the, the football yeah, top 25. Right. Michigan. You got Texas up there too. Texas. Yeah, true. Oh, I could have done that. Oh, that would have been Texas. 22. That, that would have been oh, good too. Oh, I missed. That's a <laughs> that's missed a opportunity. Missed, that's a missed opportunity. That's a missed that's, opportunity. So that, right that's there. like an 8.5 out of 10 tweet. Oh, a little bit right. got deducted because you're right. Texas. You're right. That's a good point. I didn't but. think about it. I just saw Michigan and I was like, dang. That's, that's 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 a banger. Oh, I'm, I'm disappointed in myself. That's a very good point. I didn't even consider that. So, uh, we'll move on to Saturday. What a what a slate Saturday what a had, slate man! Of Holy games. smokes! What I a loved slate. It. There were so many good games. We'll start out with Oklahoma and Alabama. Yes, I need to talk about the Oklahoma Sooners. I need to bring Do it. it up. All right. Do it. What a team! What a team! Are what? you kidding me, man? Like this—they <laughs> came out of nowhere. Like they I did. feel like I feel like a lot of people thought coming into this year. At least I feel like the general consensus was this has this team has potential. Right. They could be a good team, but I don't think a lot of people really expected them to be a great team. I think that right. the the consensus was maybe a fringe top twenty-five team. They get in and you know as a 10-11 seed, something like that. And you know they have a they have a good enough year. They're ninth in the country now. They're ninth. In, the last they, three games, they have beaten a top ten team three games in a row. Yes, and another neat stat I saw: they beat four top ten teams in the month of January. First team in the history of best or, or history of college basketball to ever do that. Beat four top ten teams in a month, which is pretty remarkable. It's Obviously, those teams being very, very said, the win streak: Kansas, Texas. Alabama and they beat West Virginia on I believe the second of January. January second. Yes. January second. So yeah, got all got all those in there. Um, but yeah, man, holy cow, what a what a stretch for them. And in about 15 minutes, uh, at the time we're, we're recording this, at Texas Tech to Texas make Tech. it four in a row. Well, obviously not a top ten well, team, not, but a ranked team. Be, no, Texas Tech is 13 in the country this week. Right. Right. So, you know, a ranked team, a potential to go on a four game win streak solely of ranked teams. Of top, um, not just ranked teams, top 15 teams. Yeah. Top 15 teams. Correct. Um, so yeah, man, that's, it, it, it's really just remarkable, man. I mean, Austin Reeves has had a heck of a year for them. Um, I mean, uh, Brady Manick, I feel like Brady Manick has been around there for 17 years now, but you know, he's, he's kind of, uh, he's, he's contributed off the bench, uh, Davion they Harmon. Did, they did this uh, without Reeves, too. Yeah, I was about to say, Reeves yeah, I was just going to bring that up. Yeah, the Alabama game, they didn't even have Austin Reeves. So, 
Uh, Davion Harmon, I really liked his game. I thought he played very, very well against yeah, Alabama. He, he stepped up uh, big time mm-hmm. when they needed it. He yeah. Was, yeah, he made a bunch of clutch shots. Um, yeah, great, great win for the Sooners. No doubt. I mean, oh. you know, and, and I feel like it was almost like I really did not expect them to pull that off. I thought, you know, maybe no, they I could get either. the Texas win. You know what I mean? But I was like, I don't think that they beat Alabama realistically. I think, I think they go, you know, maybe one and one that week, you know, right. with those cup or three, two and one, maybe if they're lucky in that stretch of Kansas, Texas, Alabama, but no man, three and oh, shocking the country up to ninth. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that, that has to be one of the bigger leaps of the year in the poll. I would have to 24 think 24 to nine. Yeah, I mean, that's remarkable. I would think so. I would think so. So. Yeah. All right, there's my there's my Oklahoma tangent. Yes. <laughs> no, it's a good tangent. It's a good tangent. Yeah, no doubt. So, uh, we'll move on to the next one I want to talk about. Florida beats West Virginia 80 to 85 in Morgantown. Yeah, that good was win. that was that was not only a good win, that was a surprise. That was surprising to me. I, I did not I wasn't overly shocked. I wasn't overly shocked by it. I'm not oh, yeah? No, because Florida, they had a couple losses early in the year. Four, five, six. They were six and four at one point. They were six and four after they lost to Mississippi State on January 16th. Since then, they went and beat number six Tennessee on January 19th, 75 to 49. And then they grab a road win against Georgia, home win against Vanderbilt. Both of those are just kind of whatever wins. But, you know, they looked much better. This is a team that lost to Kentucky. Mm -hmm. And they lost to Mississippi State. So they've turned it around big time in the last few weeks. Since that Mississippi State loss, really. And then, you know, I think think they're just riding that hot streak and they go and they beat West Virginia on the road. Yeah, this is true. This is true. I mean, yeah. They, they've definitely, to your point, it's certainly an impressive turnaround. I mean, I, I will say, though, I am still not 100% sold on this West Virginia team. I I, I think that they, they're a talented Derek, team. I'm, I'm yeah, sold on, I'm, that's true. I'm Derek sold on Derek Culver. Culver. I'm amen there. I'm sold on Derek Culver. But I, I, I just, I don't know. I just, I feel like they've had a bit of an up and down year, kind of similar to Illinois. Right. Um, You know, yeah. won some big games, lost some other where you're like, eh, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, feel they like they just really to... haven't. I mean, they, you know, looking at their losses, their losses aren't like terrible. No, they lost you to Gonzaga. I mean? Lost to Gonzaga, Tech, Gonzaga, Texas, Kansas, Oklahoma. Like those aren't bad losses. With, with like, you know, o- Oklahoma wasn't a great loss then, but in hindsight. Yeah, true. In hindsight, yeah, it's fine. It, 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 it was a good loss now. Um, yeah, this this is their first loss. That's kind of like, ooh, yeah, not great. Mm-hmm. But my my I kind of, it's kind of just my big concern is just like they really haven't done it against really good teams. No, you know what haven't. I mean? Like they beat Texas Tech. Texas Tech's a good team. That's a quality win. But like right. beyond that, they, they struggled. Really... They struggled against Oklahoma State. They were down big against Oklahoma State. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. Granted yeah. that 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 was the biggest point of their their season. That comeback against Oklahoma State when they were down, I think, of twenty something points, mm-hmm. and that came between. The Oklahoma, the losses to Oklahoma and Texas. Right. That true. was the game. That was the game right in between. True. Yeah. And I mean, you know, you look at it like they beat a Richmond team that's kind of on the bubble now. They beat a pretty good mid-major and actually well, a really good mid-major in Western Kentucky. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, beyond that, I just, I just really don't think they've had the signature wins this year. No, they um, haven't. You know, beyond Texas they, Tech. I mean, yeah, Texas Tech is Texas Tech is a signature win. They gotta. They haven't played Baylor yet. Mm-hmm. That's they, got back, they got back-to-back games against Florida Ooh. or Baylor in a couple weeks. So they play that's them on the 15th and then the 18th. That's interesting. So that's, that, that's, that's, a, interesting that's a big little... opportunity for them to grab, you know, a signature win that can kind of help their seed come Yeah, turn. yeah, no, 100%. That's an interesting interesting little schedule kink. I didn't even, it I didn't is. even notice yeah. that. There's another one that uh, I'll talk about in a few minutes here. Ooh, um, oh, boy. Yeah, so they play Iowa State tomorrow night. They got Kansas on Saturday. Iowa State's on the road, um, although they should win that game. Iowa State stinks. Uh, Iowa State's two and nine. Who cares? Yeah, they're bad. Very bad. Uh, but yeah, good. Yeah, good win for the Gators. 
I am a little concerned about West Virginia or West Virginia. I agree with you, but I mean, Bob Huggins coached teams are tough and they don't quit. Yeah, true. I mean, you, you, you I mean, don't I mean, get a, you don't get a nickname like press Virginia for nothing. Right. There's <laughs> nothing. There's, you know, it's not like these Bob Huggins coach teams are going to roll over. They're going to, they're going to fight to the end and they're going to stay They're They're going to stay in every game. Like they're never going to mm-hmm. get blown out. Yeah. True. 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 Because their losses, cause they, they lost to Kansas by, by 14. Um, they lost to Gonzaga by, they lost to Gonzaga by five. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, that's impressive. Granted, Jalen Suggs I, was that the game Jalen Suggs got hurt. It might have been. I think so. I believe I'm it. Remembering was. correctly, I believe I it was. So. Um, they lost Oklahoma by four, Texas by two, Florida by five. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, West Virginia isn't a team that's going to get blown out. I think, I think they win probably oh two tournament games. I think, I think they fair. win two tournament games. Yeah, I think I think yeah, I think so. I think Sweet Sixteen. I think that's. I, a... I think Sweet Sixteen is probably realistic. Yeah, and I think that that would be a good a good you know a good accomplishment for this team. I don't I don't see right. them as a Final Four contender personally, as I've kind of just alluded to. But yeah, right. I think Sweet Sixteen would be a good run for this yeah. team. I, I think that I think that's realistic for them. They mm-hmm. fell to uh, seventeen in the country after the loss. By the way, so. Well, I'll move on to the next one. And this is uh, another little scheduling kink. This one is to the Big Ten. We'll jump back to the Big Ten, I guess. Um, Penn State beats Wisconsin. Yeah, that was that was a surprising one, man. They put up 50 this, points in the second Penn half State's, against Wisconsin. This was Penn State's first win against Wisconsin since 2011. Wow, really? Holy cow. Yep. That's crazy. I mean, I know Penn State is certainly no basketball power, and they haven't been a basketball power for a long time, but, like, that's so crazy. That's since 2011. Wow. Yeah, 2011 was the last time they beat uh, Wisconsin. It was January 29th, 2011. Man, they beat them 59-56. That's crazy. In, at Penn State. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, going back it's to that, that game. Yeah, it's yes, it is. Yes, it is. John Rothstein, hit me up for that one. Big Ten yes. is cannibalism. But anyways, yeah, that's that's number one, quality win for Penn State. Very nice win for them. Number two, pretty surprising loss for Wisconsin. Right. Like, I mean, I don't think anybody really expected – like, of all the games on that slate Saturday, I really don't think Wisconsin-Penn State – That was the one State, I was most surprised by. Because yeah. that, that was a game, like, I was just kind of like, oh, you know, Wisconsin will blow them out. It doesn't even matter. Penn State's not that good. But yeah, that that was I didn't even realize that the upset was going to happen until like five or ten minutes left in the game. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah I, I wasn't. I was barely privy that that game was even happening. So <laughs> then Penn State goes out and beats them. So yeah, that's true. And, and the yeah, scheduling kink, they play again on Tuesday. Uh, in Madison. Okay. So, so that that's that's the second scheduling kink of. Uh, <laughs> So we're talking a lot about schedules. Yeah, no kidding. Ske- uh, this is this is the scheduling episode, I guess. I don't know. It is. It is. So <laughs> we have that. Uh, yeah, Penn State grabs that win. Um, we'll go to next another result from Saturday. Georgia Tech goes at there. It was at home. It was at home. I was I was about to say they went on the road, but it was at Georgia Tech. Uh, they go and they beat number 16, Florida State, 76 to 65. Yeah, Good win. Another, yeah, no and doubt. They got blown, and then they got blown out by Louisville this afternoon. <laughs> I, watched part, I watched part of that game. Yeah, 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 I got you. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a good win for them too, man. I'll tell you what, like, you know, I feel like Florida State has been another one of kind of a bit, bit of an up and down team. I feel like they've been kind of steady in that, you know, 20 to 10 range. Um, right. But – yeah, I mean, you know, Georgia Tech has been – they've been all right this year, you know what I mean? Like, uh, right. I think, what, I eight th- and five I overall? Think, I, would, I wouldn't call Georgia Tech a tournament team. They're four no, and four no. and six overall. That's not a tournament team in my mind. No, 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 but, absolutely not. But, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's kind of when you can hang your head high about, I suppose. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a signature win for them. It's a good win for Josh Pastner. 
Uh, but, you know, overall, they don't have a signature win. They beat Kentucky when they were ranked. That doesn't matter to me. <laughs> um, they beat Clemson when they were ranked. Again, that doesn't matter to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but otherwise, th- this was their big signature win, I would yes, say. Yes, I agree. Absolutely. I am in agreement there. So, but again, so like ACC teams in the tournament, I, we're doing our bracketology pod, I think Thursday. Yes, I believe we're, we're good thinking, for Thursday. We're, I think, all right. So we're thinking Thursday for that. But a quick preview, I guess, of ACC teams that are going to make the tournament Virginia, Virginia Tech, Florida State, Louisville. I think North Carolina gets in. Could that be at Clemson, I guess? But that might yeah. be. Yeah. I don't know. I think Clemson is is very dependent on what they do the rest of the year because I mean they right. they've had their high of highs, you know, being ranked. I think what they were what, like almost in the top 10, 10, 11, 12, something like that. Um, yeah. I, ever I, since I, then, I put, it's just been all downhill. So. I would put Clemson in. Yeah. At the moment, I I agree. I think I throw Clemson in, Clemson in at the moment, but. Yeah, I mean that certainly could change. Um, yeah, Joe Lenardi has them at an eight right now. Right. Um, he has six ACC teams in. I'm presuming he has the six teams that we just so mentioned. That, yeah, he he has the six teams that I just said. Okay. Virginia, Virginia Tech, Florida State, Louisville, North Carolina, Clemson. Okay, that makes sense. So, yeah, yeah that 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 should be in that should be interesting. There are a lot of bubble teams in that conference this year. There are. A lot of surprising, unusual teams. I was going to say, you know who we're not even mentioning is Duke. Yeah, that's true. Did you see the stat? Um, They lost to Miami. Oh, my God, guys. That just went final. Oh, they did? Oh, Yeah, that just went final. They lost Miami just beat Duke 77-75. Oh, boy. That's that's just great. Oh, man. Yeah, they're in trouble, dude. They are in trouble. I knew that game was happening tonight, but I just wasn't tuned into it. Yeah, Uh, they are in trouble. They are in in really big trouble. Okay. But anyways, before we brought that up. Because on Saturday, they looked – they, like, probably had their best game of the year. Yeah, no, I – yeah, yeah, yeah. Against Clemson. I watched it. They won won 79 to 53. They looked Mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. They looked the best I had seen them all year. And now they go out and to Who's Miami. Miami? <laughs> Ooh, that was their second league win. Second league, third league win. Not Miami much better. Not much better, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. Yeah, not great. Not great. Not great. Not good. Um, so that's that's one of the rare live reactions on. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. We don't get them too much. No, this is true. This is true. Well, Anyways, the stat yeah, I was going I knew to say. That game was happening. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The stat I was going to say before we had that realization, that fun realization, um, with Duke UNC coming up this Saturday. You know, I'll, I'll pose it as a, as a bit as a bit of a quiz for you. I don't know if you saw this. Okay. This will be the for me. yes. This will be the first time that Duke and North Carolina will play each other with neither of them being ranked in the AP top 25 since when? Huh. I'm going to go. Hmm. I'm going to go sometime. I'm going to go late seventies. February 27th, 1960. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That one that one took me aback a little bit. Like, I was very, very surprised. By <laughs> I, I was like, late 70s because those were Kay's first couple years. And they weren't good his first couple years. Yeah. Or he, was, he was a coach. Okay, he – was there night he got hired in 1980 so they were bad for the first few years mm-hmm. of case tenure he was about to get fired after year three i think yeah, it was true, and true. i was gonna say duke's probably glad they didn't fire him in yeah true well I, well yeah that would have been well that would have when that would have been that would have been jordan's years too wouldn't it at north carolina yes it would have yeah 
So that makes sense. But yeah, 1960, that kind of shocked me. And then Ooh. apparently, uh, I saw this on Reddit, and apparently in, in the, the, the top comment in that Reddit thread, another little bit of a fun fact, since 1949 to 1950, there have been more Duke-UNC matchups where both teams have been ranked in the top five than games where both teams have been unranked. That's not surprising. Yeah. <laughs> That's when? 1949? Since 1949, 1950. Wow. Yeah. So, again, just to... Uh, highlight how just how shocking it is that both Duke and UNC are having down years. Duke UNC is on Saturday and like, I don't even care. I know. I know. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Like normally you watch ESPN anytime during Duke UNC week, every commercial heading after it's, about Duke, it's UNC. Duke UNC, Duke UNC, Duke UNC chip, you know, like tobacco road, Duke UNC, Duke UNC. I have not seen a single ad for that game. I don't know no, about you. I, I have not seen a single ad. I haven't either. It's it's remarkable. It really, really is. Like it, it's just crazy. Yeah. Another team that's bad is Michigan State. Very true. Another team like Very that. Michigan true. Michigan State hasn't won a game since January fifth. They scored thirty-seven points against Rutgers on Thursday. I saw that. That was oh, that's ugly. I watched that's that. Bad. I watched that monstrosity oh god my condolences it was it was a relatively close it was 26 to 20 at the half and then Rutgers won and then Rutgers outscored them 41 17 in the second <laughs> oh my god man yeah they are they are not good no they Mich- are not Michigan, very good Michigan State's out yes Michigan firmly, State was a out. solid out yes and we'll talk about that more on Thursday but um, solid out Michigan State right now. Like, I'm not even considering them at this point. And I'm not even considering Duke either. Yeah, no, Which me neither. Crazy. Which is crazy. Yeah, it is crazy to say. I want to say... UNC, I, th- I think UNC gets in. Yeah, I UNC has think... a good shout. I think if, they if have you a good tell shout. Me, if you tell me one of the three between UNC, Duke, Michigan State is getting Yeah, I'm in. taking UNC, 100%. Yeah. 100% UNC. Uh, I... I saw another another stat, not as shocking as um, uh, the Duke UNC stats. I want to say John Rothstein tweeted it, but I think it was uh, it would be Michigan State's first time missing the tournament uh, uh, under a Tom Izzo coached team since '97, I believe. Yes, I did see that. I yeah. did see that. So yeah, because we said it. a couple weeks ago. I I wonder if I still have it. I hope I still have it. <laughs> However, I may not. Oh yeah, here we go. So, the last time Duke, Michigan State, and UNC all missed in the same year was 1974. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Holy smokes, man. So, what, a, what a time to be alive. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> what a time to be alive. So, I, I have one more result um, that I want to talk about. Okay. Um, Virginia Tech, man. Yeah, that's a nice win. Virginia Tech. Down double nice digits in the second win. half, go on a run. They beat them, they beat Virginia by 14, 65 to 51. Yeah, that's that's a that's a quality win. Really right impressive win for them. Keve Aluma, um, I believe he was, balled, a, was a career man. high. It was he a career balled. high, 29 points for him. He had 10 rebounds as well. Yeah, that was I was about to say, man. He he was very, 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 yeah. very good in that game. Like very impressive. I mean, you off look at bench, you look at bench. Hunter Couture had had uh, fifteen. Yeah, points. I know. I was about to say. I mean, you look at like the other starters: four, three, six, seven, and then Aluma had twenty nine. <laughs> yeah, because I, I remember I tweeted at half. I tweeted at halftime of the game um, that Aluma was having a good game, but like they they need more because they were down. It was 29-21 Virginia at the half, and I said, oh, and I just said that. You know, Virginia Tech can stay in this game, but they need more to be able to stay in this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. No, yeah, I remember you tweeting that, and you were you were correct. But at the end of the day, I guess they, uh... they ended up getting it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, about to say had, the They had Wabisabede. Um, he had seven seven points, four rebounds, five assists. So overall, good day for him. Um, although. The shooting, or, or not the shooting, the scoring wasn't really there. He only had seven points, like I said, two for three shooting. Um, but he had a good – he was kind of like an under-the-radar glue guy type 
player in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely I agree with you there for sure. Um, and Ned's as we said, nice win for Virginia Tech. Um, yes, I, I mean that that win locks Virginia Tech unless they have an absolute collapse. Virginia Tech is now a lock for the. Oh yeah, I I'm with you there, hundred percent. Yeah, I, as you said, unless it's a, unless it's a catastrophic collapse, yes, they are in. Yes. Yes. Um, there were uh, there were two things that I wanted to bring up before we uh, I guess get into predictions. As long as you are, as long as you're all good. Ranked Drake. Oh yes, of course. How could I? How could we not mention that? that? It has happened, to, ladies and gentlemen. It has happened. They're up Hashtag to ranked seventeen Drake. and zero now. Thirteen. They're up to seventeen and zero now. Uh, they just had a final. They had their game against Illinois State go final. They won 95 to 60 um, in that game. Out of curiosity, um, again, I guess it's a little bit of a preview for the Bracketology show on Thursday. Where, What seed do you give them right now, do you think? If, say, season uh, ends today, what, what seed do you give them? Ends today, probably like a seven. Yeah, I was thinking like seven, eight, Not somewhere in that seven. range myself. Yeah. I was thinking, yeah. Because I mean, the uh, problem is, I think it's, yeah, they're undefeated, but I think they it's played kind of similar then, to that Wichita State team. I think it was what 2013, 2014, where they went yeah. undefeated, but they hadn't played anybody. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah They've only played one Power Six team this year, and it was Kansas State. Oh, <laughs> quote unquote power six <laughs> power six team that's five and 13 yeah and lost to a division two team yes uh, oh boy and and they also they haven't won a game in the year in the year of our award 2021 yes this is this is true <laughs> um so. uh, out of curiosity i just looked up drake is 61st in ken palm okay um so you know that's like obviously, as you said yeah 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 exactly um so yeah, as we said, now seventeen and zero, um, but again, it's it's tough to give them a ton of credit solely for the fact that, or solely for the fact that they really have not right. won. You know, they don't really have a signature win. You know, what I mean, they right. really haven't played anybody really, really good. I'm excited for for uh, to see them play Loyola Chicago. Yeah, that should be that should be a good game. That should be a Chicago, really good game. Like the Missouri Valley could be a two could very realistically be a two bit league this year. That's true. Well, Chicago is a good team. Very good team. I think, I think that that is going to really be probably their biggest test um, until the NCAA tournament, you know, assuming they make it. Um, Because they got to, they'll play Valparaiso who is three and five in the league. Oh boy. And they got a single game against, they got Northern Iowa who's three and seven, Loyola Chicago, Northern Iowa again. Then they'll play Evansville who's six and four in the league. And then they'll play Bradley, who's three and seven in the league. So they've already played the good teams. Mm-hmm. Like Missouri state is a decent team. They're nine and four uh, overall five and four in the league. Um, they already played Indiana state and swept them. Obviously. Uh, like we said, they beat Kansas state, even though that doesn't count really. Um, but yes, I think they're, um, there's a good shot they go undefeated. And Loyola Chicago is probably the only team that uh, stands against them. We have uh, we have four undefeated. Oh, no, we're down to three. We're down to three. Alabama A&M lost. No! <laughs> no! This can't be happening. <laughs> Not they Alabama a Pra- A&M. They lost to Prairie View A&M. Oh no! In the league. Oh no! Oh so what? Gonzaga, what, what? Why? Why? What reason is there to live anymore, Aiden? Tell me. Why? Why <laughs> am I still Alabama alive? Alabama A&M loses. I don't know. Yeah, I completely <laughs> missed it. They lost on Saturday. That's. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I did too. I can't really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So yeah, down to three, man. That's crazy. Uh, yes. So yeah. That is, did you have uh, things to point out, you said? I did. I actually have three things to point out now that I think okay. about it. I have three things. Um, number one, Kansas. Bad. Yes. Discuss. <laughs> um, they lose to Tennessee. They get blown out. Yeah, by I'm about Tennessee. to say, absolutely destroyed. They have lost 
now four of their last five. Um, the lone win was an eight-point win against TCU that they were losing a good chunk of the game. They were down at the half. Um, they, in my mind, they did not deserve to be ranked. Agreed. Uh, they are 23 in the country now. I hope they – I would assume they will lose. to. They play Kansas State, who we just talked about. A lot of Kansas State talk. Yeah, I mean, if they lose to Kansas State, that I not number yeah. one, I will laugh. Number two, yes. they are in trouble. Yes, and then they'll play. They play West Virginia on Saturday, which I think they will lose. That yes, game. I I agree with you. I don't see them coming out on top. Yeah, of that this one. Tennessee just dominated. I thought this was going to be a good game too. I don't know why I thought this was going to be a good game. <laughs> I, I did. And it wasn't. Yeah, no, not at all. 61 was the final score of that game. Yeah. Yeah, not and, and I mean, as we've mentioned on this podcast before, you know, we said Kansas pretty good team, but not, not great. great, you know what I mean? And and I think that they really are showing that uh that uh uh whatever but, you know, whatever we said is kind of coming to fruition here. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I wanted to mention that. I also wanted to mention um, – or not, not mention more so, but maybe just give some love. Mac McClung, did you, oh, I, did you catch the end of the LSU-Texas Tech did. game? I did. Oh, my God. I He's literally – so much better than I thought he was going to. Oh, my so God. Much better. He is having such a great year for Texas Tech. And, we, I mean, I know we said we praised Chris Beard on this pod before. Like, Chris Beard is we a have. fantastic coach, probably one of the best. He, he's done he's done more with Mac McClung in 17 games than Patrick Ewing did with him in two years. Yeah. And, by the way, <laughs> True. Georgetown beat Providence. I hate that. <laughs> did you see the ending to that game? Um... Maybe. I don't think so. Why? What happened? So, David Duke, so Providence is down two in the final seconds. David Duke takes a three at the buzzer to win, to, to potentially win. He gets fouled. It doesn't go in. They review it. Turns out his foot was on the line. So, it was a two. And then, so he goes to the free throw line with like 0.2 seconds to go, makes the first, misses the second. Georgetown wins that game. It was, what was the final score of that game? 73 to 72. Uh, That's a game you can't lose if you're a bubble team. That's a really damning loss for Providence. Yeah, no kidding. Holy Um, cow. I didn't even hear about that. As they try to stay in the NCAA tournament bubble. Um, But yeah. I, 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 because I wanted to mention that game quick and I forgot. So, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, uh, that's, yeah, not a great look for Providence there. No, no, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, anyways, just going back to McLaughlin, I just wanted to, you know, he was so, 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 so pivotal for them down the stretch. And obviously right. LSU is, LSU is a good team. They're, they're probably a tournament team. Um, yeah. But, you know, certainly no, you know, top 25, you know, star studded team by any means, but no, you know, just the plays he made, um, hit a big three. I, I want to say it was a go ahead three, um, or maybe it's a tie. I can't remember, but, um, yeah, grabbed, grabbed the rebound, dribbled out, you know, heaved up a three, went in and on the ensuing possession, I want to say Texas tech was up one at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you're right. Yes. Uh, tips the inbounds, uh, tips the Tigers inbound pass, uh, results in a turnover for LSU. Um, Texas Tech winds up nailing two free throws in route to winning the game. Um, so yeah, I was just very like, I watched pretty much almost the entirety of that second half of that game, right? And yeah, I was just blown away to your point, um, blown away by his performance, you yeah. know what I mean? And, and, and like I said, to your point just the fact that Chris Beard has made this kid into such an incredible talented player, not to say he wasn't talented at Georgetown, but right. like, he was a good player at Georgetown. He was one of the better players in the big East. Yeah. But like he's kicked it up to another level, yes. which is just remarkable because like you would think you're playing in the big East, you know, not to say that, you know, the big East is a bad conference, but I no, feel like not. you have, you know, I feel like you have, 
easier games. I suppose mm. an argument can be made there, but you know, I want to say that the, the the Big Twelve is probably a little bit of a tougher conference to play in the Big East. I would say so. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, yet he's playing so much better <laughs> on Texas Tech, and mm-hmm. you know whether that's a credit to him, whether that's a credit to Chris Beer, whether it's a credit to both of them. Um, man, I, I I just love 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 watching him play. Um, Absolutely. You know, Great. once this is over, I'll probably tune into that Oklahoma Texas Tech. Yeah, game just it, to do it, it again. Yeah. So, um, so uh, what's your yeah. last point? Um, my last point really quickly, a um, bit of a callback to last week's pod. Forbid Mountain West is on the table, sir. It is. It is on the table. It is very on the table. Which is awesome because I thought I was like, you know, you kind of went Nostradamus there, you know, talking about the Boise State-Colorado State series. Sure enough, you know what I mean? Colorado State gets that one win that they needed. They split. They, yeah. they ended up splitting that series. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They get that one win, which we kind of were talking about. Like, they kind of need that signature win. They pretty much get that they signature win. Yeah. Um, and obviously, uh, Lenardi's bracketology is a few days old at this point. He posted this on the 29th. But um, just to uh, kind of set the scene, he has Colorado State as the last team in the last four in. And he has Utah State as the first team in the next four out. So okay. and Boise is, State winning the league. Uh yes, I believe. Okay, so, so yes. San Diego State is out. Uh, or no, 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 no. He has three Mountain West teams in. San Diego State is. Oh my bad. San Diego State's in the last four buys. Excuse me. Okay. Um, he has them in right now. Okay, uh, so he's got three in right now. I may yes. have four in. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to see. Because the Mountain West, because they probably they'll probably have some games on Wednesday, right? They no, no games that matter. Okay, never mind. Because <laughs> UNLV plays Nevada um, tomorrow, doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. San Diego State plays New Mexico on Wednesday. I assume San Diego State won't end up winning that game, and then those two games are probably going to be both before we start recording. Utah State, Fresno State, and Colorado State will play Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And then the one last thing I did want to mention because we just, just kind of glossed over them earlier. Uh, Loyola Chicago, second team in the first four out. Um, okay. About the Missouri Valley. Yes. Okay, so that is all I have. So, <laughs> we'll get into our prediction. Even though this game has already started, Texas Tech is currently up seven to four. Uh, they're five minutes into the game. But who wins this game that's already started? Um, <laughs> you know, I really. I've come to love Oklahoma solely because this run has just been incredible to watch. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to say it comes to an end tonight. I think Mac McClung, Chris Beard, I think yeah, Texas Tech. I agree with that. I'd agree with Texas that. Texas Tech gets it done. Yes. Next, we got a big one, a huge one tomorrow night Baylor in Texas. Yeah. That number two is, against number six. That is a biggie. Um, I'm going Baylor. Yeah, I am too. I think Baylor yeah, it's is just tough to so good. You know, I, I want that Baylor Gonzaga game. I don't think we're gonna see it until a national championship game, unfortunately. Uh, but it's gonna be a damn good national title game. So mm-hmm. yes it is. Yes it is. Yes. So we'll jump to we'll jump to Thursday. Number seven, Ohio State against number eight, Iowa. That's another good one. That's a really good um Hmm. I am. I'm going to go Iowa. I think I am too. Solely for the fact that I was at home. Um, I think it's not, obviously it's not a huge advantage with COVID, but I think that uh, I'll give them, I'll give them the nod. I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be a really close game, but I'll give the, I'll give Iowa the nod as well. Yeah. All right. We got one more. We'll go Saturday. We'll go Wisconsin and Illinois. Uh, I mean, I yeah, it is an interesting one, isn't it? Um, you know, I. Uh, oh, we'll do one more after this. I forgot about this game. Okay. Uh, I'll say I'll go Illinois. I you know I kind of mentioned them being a roller coaster team earlier. Yeah. I think I think, I think go- they're at the top. <laughs> they're at the top this of the hill two here. Teams that are kind of like on a weird track. Yeah, true. Um, I'm gonna go Wisconsin. Okay. I'll split with you there. I'll go Wisconsin. Gotcha. So we'll go one more. We got Alabama and Missouri on Saturday night. Uh, give me the Crimson Tide. I think. Yeah, me too. All right. I, I think do, Missouri's uh, a good team. I really like the job that Quanzo Martin 
um, has done there with this team. But I think Alabama is um, going to do some bouncing back. Yeah, uh, this week. They, they play LSU on Wednesday. Yeah, but, uh, I think that's th- this is their this is their big bounce back. Game. True, true. And I, I I do want to bring this up just for, just for laughs. Duke UNC, who do you like? <laughs> Did I say both of them? <laughs> <laughs> I say I hate. I don't like either of them. Um, I'll go UNC. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go is UNC. At, well. Is it at Duke or at UNC? I don't even know. I have no clue. It's at Duke. It's at Duke. At Duke. Well, it's at Duke. I'm still going to go UNC. It doesn't even matter because there's no fans. <laughs> yeah, I'm still going to go UNC. I'll go UNC. All right. Well, I believe that that about does it then. That, unless, that'll about do it. Unless there's so. any buzzer beater uh, tidbits. <laughs> no, I, I don't have any. Okay, uh, I don't either. I don't have any this week. Uh, so that will do it for this week's episode of the Talking Smack podcast. My name is Aiden Jolly alongside Adam Gorski. Good night. <laughs>